Welcome to the Mind, Sex and Spirit podcast with Caitlin Cook. This is the place for intelligent, expansive and no-fluff explorations into embodied awakening, healing and growth. Estera, thank you so much for joining us. It means so much to me. So you've written a lot about ending the gender war and I'd love to talk with you a little bit about that today, particularly because just recently a friend of mine had this experience where she basically got harassed on the street by some guy who wanted her attention. She didn't want to give him any attention. She's allowed to just walk down the street if she wants to walk down the street and not pay men attention. And then he called her a fucking slut because he was angry that she wasn't, you know, responding to him. But then she also, her response to that was to get onto Facebook and to write a post about um, how hard it is to be a woman in this world and the freedoms that we don't have and like, you know, like sisters, I, I support you and I feel for you. But then I also know something about her in that she actually kind of hates men <laughs> and she writes TV shows about um, how all men are pigs and and that they're not to be trusted and generally doesn't have a lot just good good things to say about men you know so I just kind of felt like there's this um tension between um she wants to be respected by men but she doesn't respect men and I know this is also like a big um area in the me too uh world as well and this idea that like men are these ferocious wolves who want to eat women and take women's rights and not respect women. But I just feel like most women and a lot of men even hate men and hate the masculine within. So I'd love to hear a bit from you about how you yeah, respond and what you feel the way forward is in this. Hmm. Uh, I, feel, I, I feel very sad because I, I feel that it's so big wounding in our collective and there is so huge resentment between men and, and women basically um, that it feels like a vicious circle like who is the first one mm-hmm. to say I'm sorry and both sides feel um, inadequate and both sides feel that they were hurt and wounded and and each 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 side demands respect but then it, it, we're standing in front of each other with this closed heart, wounded heart, and, and there is no resolution. And we can't move forward and we can't find any solution to this huge conflict that is manifesting outside, but it's mainly inside of us, until we find compassion. And compassion meaning to see all the sides as equal. So men are wounded and women are wounded. And it's not about who is right and who is wrong. Because, of course, it's much easier to see how women were wounded and hurt by patriarchy. It's very easy to see it. It's very tangible about women's rights and about salaries and about house house life. And and it's, it's very easy. It's on the plate. It's visible. But very often we lack compassion to men. And men are huge under huge oppression of patriarchy. So I love to redefine what is patriarchy. For me, patriarchy is not about oppression uh, of women by men. For me, patriarchy is a system of, of um, domination and control based on fear and fear of the unknown. And with the feminine quality as well. It, and it's the same for men and women alike. There is no difference. Yeah. It's expressed differently, but we allow the patriarchy allows us to be aggressive and to blame and project on other people because we feel that we are victimized and we are uh, we are privileged to say that they are wrong. And it creates a huge separation and huge conflict, and there is no resolution. Until we see, for women, for example, I would like to invite women and men as well to look, um, okay, how, how are men in patriarchy? Okay, how they are raised and who is raising boys? So boys are raised very often by women. 
by mothers and how they are raised? And do we allow the boys to be feminine? Do we allow boys to be sensitive, sensual, emotional, sad, delicate, not knowing, lost, confused? Do we allow boys for that? No, we don't. So from the beginning, we train them to be harsh and disconnected from their inner feminine. And it results in this disconnected masculine who starts to be bully and be harsh and be um, violent and aggressive. And, and we all did it. We, all, we are all conditioned together. And we need to start looking for a bigger picture and find, okay, why, why this man on the street is calling after her and why he's doing like that what is the history behind that and of course personal freedom is uh, important and personal boundaries are important that they are respected but we need to start looking in a collective perspective otherwise there's no solution to come out of it Mm. and what about also like this idea that you know the hermetic principle of as above, so below, as within, so without. Like everything that we see on the outside of us is just within our own ecosystem as yeah. well, our inner ecosystem. Yeah, the first question would be if that pe- person feeling victimized or feeling like, oh, my life is sucks, like, okay, or, or saying, oh, this is how life should be or shouldn't be, or this is all men are pig, like, like your friend said. So mm-hmm. why, why it's happening to her why she has this experience it's not true that all women have the same experience so then I would ask her why do you think that you have such experiences and not other women so what Mm -hmm. what in me is is the inside what what was created inside of me that is reflected outside of me and we need to to find any resolution to anything that it doesn't work or doesn't uh, serve our 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 life we need to upgrade our consciousness we cannot find the solution from the same level of consciousness so we need to start thinking from the higher perspective and find out okay why my life looks like that why i mm. cannot find the right partner why i'm constantly feeling abused why it's happening to me and if i will be pointing my finger constantly towards them nothing will change i will go more bitter and more closed and more um, resentful so i need to start looking inside okay where is the core of this problem inside of me what happened in my life that caused this wounding and how can i heal it how i can open how i can move the energy that it's stuck in this wounding how i how i can clear my system out of this trauma or of this experience and start trusting men again Mm. and especially addressing inner masculine especially for women because like we project our our inner inner qualities outside so for women project inner masculine on men and men project inner feminine on women so if we want to change connection with other gender we need to find it within. So if I feel that men are pigs, then okay, so my inner man, how is my inner man? Is he protective enough to my feminine? Am I standing up for myself? Am I expressing Mm. the values? Am I going uh, um, honestly for what what I feel that is desirable in the situation? And I'm taking care for 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 bigger picture than only me, myself and I. So all these questions about my masculine and I'm present enough with my emotions when, when I'm triggered. So all what we project outside, we need to first address inside. Hmm. I remember um, like I've always, like, particularly at university when I learned about um, injustice and prejudice and how so much of the world is built in a way that kind of privileges a very select portion of people, including white people, people with able bodies and all this kind of stuff. I became really passionate about um, the underdogs, including women. And so my feminism really like bloomed at that time. And 
I realized it wasn't until I did ISTA, maybe the second time I did ISTA. And in ISTA, you know, Esther, you've been a teacher there, but for listeners, um, there's a day solely focused to the feminine and a daily day solely focused on the masculine where everybody, no matter what kind of genitals you have, you explore your inner feminine and your inner masculine. And I remember just being so angry and outraged. And I realized that day how much I absolutely detested the masculine and all men, even, even though I had my father who I love and my boyfriend who I loved and people I worked with who I loved who were men, I realized I fucking hated men and anyone with a penis was a threat. And yeah. And then, and then I started, and so first to acknowledge that, oh yeah, I hate men. And then, um, and then I started looking into the, and of course I like moved the emotions and the rage that came with that. And then I started looking into the kind of behaviors of that unhealthy masculine that I was feeling rage about and noticing like where maybe I was also holding those things. And you're right. It's like in terms of um, like one of the things also I really hated how the masculine, the unhealthy masculine abuses the earth and just takes whatever it mm. rapes the earth. Mm. And, and then I realized how much I do that to my own body. And like, mm. I just like take things, I force my body, I put my body into slavery when I make myself work till 11 PM or I, I'm hungry and I don't let myself eat because I want to be thinner or um, I don't let myself feel sad and I just force myself to move. And so I'm like angry at Donald Trump and I'm angry at this person. I'm angry at all the people before women could vote. And then I'm just seeing how much actually I'm doing that. Yeah. And yeah, so I really, I, that really resonates for me and, and everything. And then I also had a lot of compassion for all those people then because I was like, fuck, if I'm doing it to myself, and I just didn't know. And so for many of these people, it's like, I feel like, I mean, and if they do know, then <laughs> shame on them. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like, it's like we're actually, it, everyone's just mirrors to each other, that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the question would be, where, I, where am I Trump? How I created Trump? Like, Why? It's the same like like in thirties in Germany when 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 on general people like they they gave this amazing artist to the world high culture and how it was possible that they also gave birth to this nazist uh, uh, culture how is it possible mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's like how we create we together how we all created how we created all this dictatorship in different countries. So for me, it's instead of pointing finger out there and fighting, especially many peace activists, they create, even though the, the idea and the, and the intention is good to bring peace, but we cannot bring peace by war and by fighting. It's, mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's impossible. It's like, it, even if I have good purpose, if I fight against anything or anyone, I create war. So mm. it's totally the opposite of peace. So to change anything, I need to bring peace within myself first, find this conflict that I see outside. I need to find and identify in myself, find where I am this oppressor and, and, and this rapist or, or Trump or whoever in me, find it, change it, and then bring action with compassion that I understand through my life how I was creating because I was unconscious. I was driven. I was. I was um, driven by past experiences, by fear, by woundings, and unconsciously I was creating harm to myself and others. So now, when I got consciousness about it, I can start moving differently in the world, but I understand. And then I can bring healthy masculine who says, stop, it's not right. I don't want, we, we, we can't move like that anymore. It's not okay. And it brings me towards something that is, I think the core, uh, what I'm calling privatization of children. I think the core is that we think this is my children, my wife, my woman, my land, so then other people saying, okay, it's not my business, how they live their life, what they do with their life, how they treat children. 
it's not my business. It's there. And and this is I think the the core of 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 the problem in the world, the separation of of it's mine and it's yours. But for me it's what important it's my children, it's my planet, it's my land and I will stand up and I will speak up even though if if someone is saying it's my family I will intervene if someone is publicly doing something that I think that it's not okay. Mm. And I think that we all need to change this attitude. And it starts in childhood when parents feel that uh, they own their children and because they want to raise the, raise them up for a good citizens, they they allow themselves to be violent, sometimes unconsciously, sometimes because they are just tired and overwhelmed with life and responsibilities but then other adults should should um, support by stating the boundaries by by saying okay it's not okay maybe you need support maybe let's do it differently but Mm -hmm. but but taking taking action saying something not just I think what is the most problem in our world is being neutral it's like um, I don't care it's not my business it's not my life I have my problems but then these unresolved problems of other people they they create an avalanche of events and finally it is my problem but then it's too Mm. late yeah it's tricky because like in some ways it's like for myself like I feel myself not wanting to be nosy or like or like bring crap onto myself like if I really get involved in this like what's the what's the effect gonna be but I guess it's kind of like I think when your motivation is love and not like trying to correct someone because you think because it's like out of judgment or you think everyone should live the way that you should but I guess even asking questions like rather than saying hey you're doing it wrong why don't you do it like this more like hey how's it going is that working for you yeah, exactly. Just being engaged, not being engaged, not, yeah. not not putting your eyes away, and and being either overwhelmed or not caring. It's about just 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 seeing and being open and being available to the reality and to the moment, and seeing that we all we are all in this together. Mm. It's very true. Yeah, it's very true. Um, and can you, so I, I feel like a part of that's also in terms of the healthy, ma- uh, the healthy feminine, it's like this ability to express yourself and it's mm-hmm. like, we're trying to raise, acknowledge the, the less mature parts of our masculine and feminine and then raise the vibration and raise the maturity of both. And so I feel like, yeah, to speak up, whether it's, you know, stating boundaries on a personal interaction or wider in community yeah I feel like it's all moving towards consciousness and conscious community yeah the issue is one one, what we just mentioned that we don't care or we think that it's not our business so we create this we believe in separation Mm -hmm. and and we act upon that but second thing is we are unable we lost ability to express to express uh, ourselves to be who we are. We are such extremely conditioned and um, suffocated inside of us. So many do's and don'ts, so many ideas. We are we are bombarded with as a child with billions of messages, unspoken messages, how we should mm, be. Yeah. That we don't even have possibility to discover because we are too loud, we are too noisy, we are too much, we are always too little or too much. Hmm. And, and according to someone like, else as well never, yes, never actually yes. determined by myself yeah so we don't have any that's why I don't really like education public ed, public education system I think it's a system of oppression and enslavement because it creates it tells you who you should be instead of raising up curiosity and self-inquiry who I am what is this me how I can express myself in the world Instead of this curiosity, it's an imposed system of belief. And depending Mm. on the country, depending on the part of the world, there is different system of philosophies and beliefs, but everyone is the same. 
it's imposing who you should be. According to different cultures, it's something different, but it's still the same setup, the same approach. Adjust yourself or be silent. So mm-hmm. we need to change education system. We need to change. We need to start from scratch. We 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 are we are taking care of sexuality and and sacred sexuality, and we want to build communities. But I found out we need to start from the scratch. We need to start from how we are inviting people to this planet, about birth procedures, about education system. It's this basic, the beginning, the foundation. And if we take care of that, everything is just the natural consequence. If we, if we invite children and new beings in this very spacious, wise, open way of yeah, welcome, hello, I don't know who you are, I'm here to support you, to assist you, I'm not here to correct you, to fix you, to impose my limited beliefs on you, I'm curious, I, I'm willing to learn and grow with you, then it's totally, everything is different. If our minds are open, if our hearts are curious, and body vibrates with life, then, then we welcome everything differently. We don't want to create a, a new totalitarian system and mm-hmm. we call it democracy, but it's not democracy at all because there is no curiosity, there is no openness. It's a system of, 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 of control, control and domination, but it's covered in some beautiful ideas that doesn't work at mm-hmm. all. And you need to, you can't be yourself. So how to create, what I'm passionate about is creating new earth. So how to create holistic new system of life that allows people to be who they are, but first they, we need to find out who we are. We have no idea because everyone has better idea who is supposed to be and you have <laughs> no space, no time. There is no patience to discover, to let us be dirty, to let us do so-called mistakes, to fall down and raise up. We need to have space to experiment. And you need to start from the very early childhood, from the beginning. And then the sexuality, when we, when we can express ourselves in each stage of life, our sexuality is naturally flowing. And when our sexuality is flowing within us, then it empowers us. It's huge power within. And it, our self-confidence grows with it. And we feel self-empowered, we feel confident, and we feel open, and we don't feel that we do any mistakes. We just experiment. We're just checking. Okay, this works. No, this doesn't work. We need to check. There is no recipe for a a good life. Mm. So openness, spaciousness, and, um, but it's, it's, to make it healthy and mature, we need masculine. We need the power of protection. We need to create a space that is safe. And we need adults that are mature enough to create a safe space for experimentation, for exploration of life. Mm, and no masculine. And it's interesting because like, that kind of takes us back to the beginning of our conversation be- where like this experience of this guy yelling at my friend and then my friend's response it's it's not just an isolated like shitty thing that happened on a tuesday afternoon it's mm. kind of it's kind of like the 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 nexus of all of this like like that school that the ways that we raise children can't happen unless we mature our masculine and so for both of these people including myself like the the, the necessity to look within and to notice like how my masculine's behaving, what I believe about the masculine, how my feminine feels about the masculine. Um, what have I been taught about the masculine? Who who are my models for this? It's like that really needs to be looked at and sort of de- detoxed in order for all of these other beautiful yeah. things that we're trying to create in the world. Because it kind of seems a bit crazy, right? It's like trying to build this beautiful palace, but you've only got like some styrofoam and some like dead fish and you're trying to build this like beautiful thing, but your, your materials are all toxic. 
And so it's like, unless we have this like healthy, strong masculine and a healthy, strong feminine, like what, what the kind of world that we want to create is just not going to happen. But we also we need to be aware of possibility of being trapped. Of what what is the core of all suffering is fixation. So if we mm-hmm. fixate on anything, and it can be healing, it can be growth, it can be pleasure, it can be something that we we see perceive as positive. But if we fixate, we start grasping, we start mm-hmm. pursuing it, and then that's it. This is the beginning of the suffering. So what 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 is important? Just yes, set up set up your your direction. Know what is your vision, what is your goal, which direction you go, but make space for other possibilities as well. So don't fixate your 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 mind too much on the on the goal, but enjoy the way. Mm-hmm. And then. And then don't pay attention so much if you are up or down. The middle way, it's all, it's all there. The, the, you know, there, there are moments of, of huge enthusiasms and happiness. And then there are moments of despair and depression and sadness. And it's all a part of human experience. So if we can find this middle ground between these this polarizations, what, what is opening is simplicity. Simplicity mm. and kindness and gratitude for life as it is. No matter if I'm up or down, there's always something in me that is grateful for life, no matter how it's unfolding. And also there's understanding that right now I'm happy, but tomorrow I can be sad and the opposite. Everything is changing. Everything is uh, flowing like, like a water there you you cannot enter the river twice the same river mm-hmm. so so then it gives a lot of spaciousness and wisdom and smile and not so much fa- fixation and attachment to the result and attachment to because i i saw i see that many people are so attached to to healing and growth and and pursuing something and then we create a culture of spiritual materialism Mm-hmm. And then our ego is growing because we are so special and we achieved so much. So we build our new identity on on uh, something different that we, our mind, judge as better, as, as more valuable. But it's still the same construct. It's the same bubble. It's the same dream. But it just, we feel that it's better, better quality. Because it's but, got spiritual elements to yes. it. Yeah, but but the but but it, the mechanism is exactly the same, and yeah. the purpose of grow is to loosen the, the the grip, just not to not not that our fist can relax and it can open up, and then things can come in and go out, and we are more flexible, like breath in, breath out. So people coming to a life and people moving forward with their own lives and experiences are flowing. And because we, 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 we want to keep the beautiful moments and we want to push away all the possible painful moments from our life. So we are not free. We are losing freedom. We are not spacious enough. And, and then we also lose kindness, this tender power. This new earth for me is about discovering tender power, power that is, that is uh, power to manifest, power to state your goals, uh, stand up for yourself and others and manifest a reality, but with tenderness, with kindness, with smile, with a bit of spaciousness, with mm. patience. It's not rushed. It's not like pushing out the baby because today is the due date. Today, today is the day. No, I don't know when is the date. Maybe I'm not ready yet with this new project. Maybe I need to give myself a bit of time and and allow to relax into the un, unknown. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a big mystery. I have no clue how it all works. Hmm. So just relaxing into it and trusting that in the in each moment there is all I'm already there. 
or mm. what, what, what meant to happen, it's already happening. And it's very difficult to have this consciousness when, when there are difficult moments. That's why we need community. We need other people around us that will remind us, that will hold us in these more challenging moments, but also will hold us and celebrate beautiful moments of our life. So to change also new earth for me is about coming back to the tribe, coming back to the community. We are like wolves. We are individuals, but we also need each other. We need to be reflected. We need to know each other through other people. We want to share joy. We want to share tears. We, we need each other. And it's a very good, basic human experience that we totally lost by patriarchy, through patriarchy. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit more about that delicate balance? Because it's like, I hear you, it's like this, um, like the desire to want to create a new earth, but with, without becoming attached to it. I've been reading a lot of Osho lately and he talks about um, these changes you can't make these changes happen. You can't force your way into them. Like if he sort of uses the example of falling asleep, if you try and get to sleep, it's impossible. You just stay awake longer. Um, but if you want to, if you want to fall asleep, you just need to relax and then let mm. sleep come and it descends upon you. And I kind of feel like with this, with the healing path, cause I, I hear you, like I feel, I notice myself, like how much my ego has been on a trip of trying to improve and get better and get cleaner and more impressive than anybody else. And then, and then, yeah, realizing like, Oh my gosh, this has not been for my soul. This has been for my ego to become more impressive. And of course for my soul too. But, um, yeah, like just this kind of this kind of trust. I think it's trust, like just trusting yeah. in the process and trusting in in the natural kind of unfolding and blooming without having to force it, and not judge it in other people too. Because even with the, you know like the Amazon um, burning um, and everyone getting really upset about that, like myself as well. But also just kind of trusting in this. Um, I don't know the the balance as well. That there, that there will never be a time, I don't think, on planet Earth where every single person is like super spiritually mature, really evolved consciousness. Like it's just kind of the balance of the ecosystem. So can yeah, you talk a bit wisdom. about that? Yeah, it's wisdom and understanding that it's already perfect as it is. Mm -hmm. And and, and this perfectness, the great perfection, manifests itself through different forms. And these different forms, we judge it as more developed or less developed, but they are manifestation of the, of the same principle of life. We, we just have preferences, what we prefer mm -hmm. and, and we, what, what, we, what we don't want to experience in our life. But this is a spiritual path to discover that this, this, this light, this radiant light in all experiences and, and spiritual path is daily, daily life. It's like maybe for, for some people it's easier to renounce the life and world, man, mundane life and go more inward and, and dig in and, and be with, with more with oneself. But finally there comes the, the stage in our growth then we need to integrate the spiritual achievement that we were doing for many, many lifetimes. And we come back to the valley. So from the mountain, from the meditation cave, finally in our evolution, we come down. We need to come down to the marketplace mm -hmm. and to discover the same silence in the middle of the market. That like in the, in the hurricane, in the storm, they're in the middle in the eye of the tornado, there is, it's totally still and totally silent. And this is what I feel it's the integration of spiritual achievements, spiritual path, to find it in daily life. For me, the hugest challenge is about, uh, the biggest challenge is with children and with family life and daily life. It's much easier to create uh, this beautiful space when everything is silent and, and so pristine. But how to discover this, mm -hmm. this, the core of this mystic power moving all of it 
when you are totally like driven in all directions at once <laughs> and it's very intense and this is very tantric path to in this intensity discover stillness and silence because tantra is about connection of all polarities into one that that stillness and silence coexist and can be even better expressed through sound and noise and, and expression the same like with light light can be expressed and received mostly in darkness well mm-hmm. when we go into darkness we can we can receive light much more it's true so when you shine a torch at daytime you can't really see it but at night you really really yeah. see the torch yeah. yeah like with stars we can see the stars only in the night true. so the same with amazon it's like uh, for me, it's always like um, seeing that personal and collective is the same. Mm-hmm. It's expressed. So my personal life is the expression of collective. Mm-hmm. I create. I can. I can see all the reflections. And if I'm, if I'm uh, mindful enough and um, with myself, I know what will be happening in the world because it's already happening in me, in my body, in my life, mm-hmm. and I see. I can, I can, if I'm, especially if I'm in service to humanity, I'm in service to collective, they can, then I'm like plugged in into the collective current and I can see through my daily life what is happening. And then I can do my job, my healing, my change through personal life. I don't, and it's important to bring all perspective together. So I need to change my life. And then I can contribute to the bigger picture, also change it, be active, try to move maybe people's awareness, educate or or donate money or do something for the bigger picture. But both of them needs to go together. Yeah. Yeah. And with Amazon, it's a question like why it's burning. What about the fire? Why? Because war is also war, Mars, it's expression of fire, imbalanced fire. War that were for, for thousands of years on this planet and more and more severe, aggression, rape, and now very like very visible expression of imbalance of fire. So we are living in this in the ages of totally imbalanced fire. So what is missing is water quality. Hmm. Because to have peace. It's a union on an alchemist level. It's a union of water and fire in the space. Mm-hmm. So where is where is missing water? And water, it's also it's emotions, but it's also innocence. Where we are, where we are, we are missing tenderness, slowing down, taking the breath in, giving myself more space, not to be so reactive. Where I'm rushing pushing, demanding, being focused on goals. So can I see, can I see the um, coloration between my rushing and my putting agenda so, 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 so in so many things into my, my, my life, so much fire. Do I see that, that if many, many people, billions of people live their life like that, on the on the out outside, it manifests through fire. Mm. So if we live, if we if we live our life with such much imbalanced fire, then it manifests through burning through burning uh, forests, for example, or wars. As within, so without. Exactly. Yeah. So if I want to, apart from giving money for uh, for. What I can do, I can donate money, I can stop eating meat because all these fires are because of our total overconsumption of animals and cruelty towards animals. And I can understand that poor people, they want, and they want money, they want to survive, so they, they do what they feel that it's right. So they, they, and also they have a green light from the government supporting it. So... We, we create, so just, just stop eating meat. Stop eating, um, so create, change your habits. Mm. And then also, and then next, I, next step, I can, I, I can think about how, what about my fire? Where there's unexpressed anger? 
where there's unexpressed lust, where there's unexpressed joy, mm. where I'm, I'm too maybe harsh, where I'm missing tenderness and water quality that is um, more round and sometimes and gentle power, where, mm. where I'm missing that and how I can bring balance. And also, if we go into sexuality, we are such, such fire-driven. So for women, it would be about ejaculation, about squirting, how I can move my water running. And the water running to ejaculate, I need to surrender. I cannot push it. I cannot make it. I cannot go for it. I need totally to trust and surrender and let go. And then the water will flow. And then this water can melt with fire. And then it creates peace and opens my heart. Mm -hmm. And the same for men. How if I, uh, if I look into my sexuality, if I were a man, like where I am hungry for sex, where I'm maybe not allowing to claim my desires and attractions where I'm holding back until I create so much suppression and so much inner tension that then this fire is so contracted that it bursts out with anger in unexpected moments. Mm. How I can allow the fire to run from my veins, how I can be more courageous to follow my desires in a wise, mature way. Mm. And this again, is what we can do for the Amazon. Yeah, and that brings us again back to the beginning of our conversation about this dynamic between men and women of taking or judging, and you know, it's fire. It's just like throwing fire at each other. Yeah, and so back, back and forth. The Amazon got caught in the middle, and it got turned on yeah. fire. Yeah, we we are just throwing these balls of fire into each other. Yeah. By hating, I'm I'm like shocked. I see it. Um, uh, I'm Polish, so I, I, I right now I live in Sweden, but I was was born in Poland, and I'm quite shocked. I, I moved out from Poland in 2016, and I'm shocked when each time when I'm coming back, and I see how much there is acceptance in public space to be violent towards each other verbally. Hmm. And it's growing more and more. Before, it was always like people felt like, oh, it, it went out of control. People felt a bit ashamed. But right now, there is so much acceptance of, of, of this be the fiery, harsh behaviors towards each other. I'm shocked. And, everyone, and no one says that it's something wrong about it. And in public life and on the street, and people are so invasive to each other. Uh, verbally and also physically that it's it's so harsh right now to be there for me mm. and uh, we need to s start call in the masculine who says no it's not okay it's not okay to be violent to each other to even though if i feel different and i i feel wounded i feel hurt by you it doesn't give me right to speak with such harsh words to you Mm. I need to open the power of vulnerability. And we need to start calling back the innocence, the vulnerable open heart that says it hurts. Instead of you stupid bitch mm. saying it hurts that you don't respond to me. Yeah. And again, and like I'm just feeling my friend on the street. It's like it hurts when you look at me like I'm just a piece of meat. And then, yeah. And then so for her, it's like I feel. Exactly. So I feel because we she doesn't know how he how he feel looks at her. Maybe behind that it's a kind of adoration because also what I found out that we lost the power not only of innocence but also the the art of adoration. Mm -hmm. And I think we lost it because of religion. Because the adoration it was this amazing beautiful innocent act and it was put into religion that for, was forced upon people and people couldn't discover it for, your, for themselves. And as you have this, not, not many people had these ecstatic experiences in church as you did, mm. but the core of a religion is ecstasy. 
but it was forced upon people, imposed upon people, and also I think that misunderstood by many priests what it is really. Uh, and something was disconnected, that spirituality was, was, was um, turned into religion. Mm-hmm. And then we lost this power of being in, in awe. And maybe, I, think, I believe that in the core, even of these of this harsh and, and, and violent words to women, I feel that somewhere hidden in the core, there's adoration of the feminine. Mm. That when man, that he can't, because of his violent history, because of probably his abuse, because of his being rejected, and etc., et he cannot express it. And of course, it doesn't justify him being rude. And of course, it's not okay to speak like that to a woman. But I can also see that he cannot express his attraction. So she she doesn't know probably that maybe he would like to say, oh, wow, you're so beautiful. Hmm. But he doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. So he he was conditioned to treat women as, as, as animals or as, you know, objectifying their bodies. But if we give men chance and if we educate ourselves and men, it's okay, you can say that I'm beautiful. And then he melts down maybe, maybe not every man, but some mm-hmm. men, if they, you know, us be given this, instead of being mm, like offended and, and, you know, and fighting back, I can say it's okay, I feel that, do you like me? Do you feel that I'm beautiful? And then something in some men, if they're ready for the evolution, something in them melts down and say, yeah, in fact, yeah, I wanted to say that you are beautiful. I'm sorry for it. Just, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that's it. also like for women to feel like, because I, I feel like for myself as a woman who is pretty and attractive, I was always afraid of my beauty because I felt like if men were then attracted to me, then I would owe them something or I would have to like respond to their attraction. But then to actually just know that it's okay, you find me beautiful, great, okay, bye. (laughs) Like there's no, I don't owe you anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much things, how we, how we distorted the concept of beauty. It's, it's immense because we 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 don't know what is we, what is beauty we need we need to be sad by fashion by mm-hmm. by by fashion industry by makeup artists and everyone to what is beautiful what is not beautiful we we can't see the real beauty that is in the core of everything mm-hmm. we can't see our eyes are blind to beauty and then sometimes i'm looking at this fake beauty full of makeup and, and beautifully done and slim and beautiful dress. And I, I'm, I'm looking and I feel so sad mm-hmm. because I don't see any beauty. I see paint on something and I see how much there is no radiance inside. Mm. You can't feel it's the beauty. You can just see the effort no, that went into it. Despair. What I feel, it's a despair of this woman that doesn't feel beautiful. Mm. She doesn't feel beautiful. She doesn't feel feminine, even though she looks like a million dollar, but she doesn't feel a feminine at all. Mm. And she comes to me sometimes and they say, I don't feel beautiful. And she is amazing. I, my God. But she said, I, I don't know. And she goes for another uh, Botox and another plastic surgery and all this stuff. And it doesn't change anything. Mm. Inside of her, nothing changes. And I, I so, what you're saying about the um, adoration really resonates for me as well because I remember again at my first ever ISTA when you know I was learning for the first time about the shadow and how the shadow gets projected onto other people and I was at art school at the time and you know super feminist and I was just like oh god there's so many predators here I have to like watch out at lunchtime so no predators talk to me and they kept saying the people who really trigger you they're the ones that they they are you you're just looking at yourself and I was like yeah I don't know how that can be true though because I'm cute I'm 26 I've got a cute little pixie haircut I'm not a predator clearly I'm clearly the prey Hmm. and then and then I saw myself I caught myself like probably a couple days later one of the there were two female facilitators and one male facilitator, and they're all beautiful. But the male facilitator, I just had such a crush on, 
And then I just remember like, like this lightning moment when I, I was watching myself look at him and in my mind, I was just thinking, sex, 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 sex. I want to have sex with you. Sex, sex, sex. And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing the predator thing. This is exactly what people look at me thinking and I feel it mm. and I'm doing it, this man. But I realized it wasn't because I was some like dirty predator who had no no internal richness and all I can think about is sex. I just thought he was amazing. Like I did just want to yeah. worship him. Like, And if you, if you just approach him and you said, I found you so beautiful, I feel so attracted to you. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. I think that all the thoughts, yeah, and the thoughts, sex, 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 I think that they would stop. Mm. And that's actually what I ended up doing with him. I ended up um, pulling him aside and kind of just like, and also just sharing this like realization I'd had about me being the predator as a cute 26-year-old feminist. I am a predator. Um, this was <laughs> me then. Um and and that actually I just want to adore you. And I and I had this, I had this picture come to me where it was like I, he was this beautiful picture a, a flower on a on a bush and I didn't have to pick the flower for me to enjoy yeah, it I can exactly. just enjoy the flower on the bush exactly. and that's it and this is why people are stuck because they are afraid to express first of all we don't know how to express our 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 adoration and our awe but then we are afraid to express it because, oh, maybe what they will think. Maybe they think that I want from something from them. Or oh, then, then all this codependent dance will start. And we need to start just expressing, oh, my God, you, it's amazing. You look amazing. Oh, my God, you, your voice or whatever. Just to express it. And that's it. And let go. No follow-up. If something will come out of it, it's okay. If not, it's also okay. Mm. But just to be spontaneous as a child that sees the rainbow, it's like, look, look, mommy, look, rainbow. It's the same as Look, look mommy, sexy man. Isn't he a babe? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And it is open and joyful, like dolphin. For me, it's like this dolphin mm. vibration, this high-frequency joy yeah. that is just saying, oh, my God, you're spectacular. <laughs> Thank you for being you. And that's yeah. it. And then, of course, if someone's like, oh, well, then that must mean that you like me. So let's get it Maybe on. Yes. Maybe no, I don't know. But you can just share your boundaries at that moment anytime as well. And then to express it, you need to be very, very strong in your masculine power. Mm -hmm. Because the masculine gives you safety that, first of, the, first of all, you don't need to follow anything. You know your boundaries. You, you can create safety for yourself. You can say yes, you can say no, you can say I don't know. You need to feel really your guts, you need to feel your balls to have have this courage to say it out loud. And and then I don't know if I want any follow-up. I don't know, maybe let's check, maybe let's go for a walk. I don't know, I just wanted to express what I see, what I feel. That's mm. it. Mm. Yeah. And it brings us right now to sacred art. Uh -huh. <laughs> because this is the core this awe and adoration brings us to art and right now I'm so passionate about art as, as, as a gateway to change perception and change reality because like for so many years I've been in um, running workshops and retreats and teaching but I feel that it's kind of limited first of all people need to be ready for a change and it's kind of um, not easy. Like we think that we are ready, but there are many parts in us that are not really ready to, for change. We just want to keep on going with our lives and not to sacrifice anything. So it's tricky territory. But also it's very limited with um, who I can reach. And art is this amazing channel that it has it all. It reaches all level of existence. It reaches you, our minds, our hearts, our bodies, and it reaches in a very graceful way. Art is the is an an, an expression of grace for me. That hmm. uh, it's um and it can be understood in billions of ways. The same piece of art, uh, only the 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 receiver is the one who can uh, give a meaning to art. Mm -hmm. So it's so open and it creates so much freedom and it's not defined and it's changing. Like I, I've been to 
each time when I'm coming back for Van, to Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, each time I discover something new. Hmm. And it's amazing. My God, it, it's, so, it, it's so old and so many people saw it. And each time people see it differently. And uh, when I was after, for example, sexual experiences that were opening me up so much, and then I went for exhibition, I was blown away. I totally saw it differently. I felt like in a shamanic trance. I felt like all my body is not only through eyes, through sight, but all my body, all my cells were receiving this amazing art. And I felt like a trans- it's a transmission. Hmm. And new layers were reaching me than before. So it, depending on my perception and on my openness as a receiver, as audience, to what I see and what, what, what this art mean, but also creating this interactive art that mm. audience is a part of creation. Mm-hmm. This is the future, and this is a part of sacred art when we co-create this new earth together, we discover it. So the artist gives this first impulse, this first creative spark, creates some space for unfolding, but then we all come and we see, okay, what we can do. It's like a divine, like a sacred theater. We don't know what come out of it. Let's mm. let's check it. Yeah. And I'm, I do hope that there'll be opportunity for us to collaborate. It sounds like there will be because, yeah, it's definitely up my alley as well. Yeah. I'm really looking forward mm. to, 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 uh, um, to create the sparks of beauty and open people's perception to reality yeah. to see its its magnificence of existence and and bringing ourselves back to adoration back to simplicity of life and back to gratitude for existence no matter how harsh it can be somehow and how difficult and challenging but it's still magnificent in even in a very dark corners of it mm. So if people are interested in working with you and experiencing your art and productions, how do they, how do they find you? What's your website? Um, right now I'm in this huge transition through uh, being a, a, a visionary and workshop leader and holder and right now moving to sacred art and focusing on community building mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. Um, I, still, I still work with people on individual basis. Um, so at sarasarasvati.com you can find. Also, I write a lot of essays and I will collaborate right now on new projects, um, a, a theater and musical projects and maybe something more coming in. Mm-hmm. So I just... Just, just uh, stay updated, and just if you feel drawn, I'm open also to new collaborations. I'm really curious, and especially I'm curious for for new earth and new qualities. How we can merge without being too esoteric and too dogmatic about about mm-hmm. things, but how we can bring this compassion, togetherness, freedom. How we can open up our perception and create a better reality for everyone. Mm. So estherasaraswati.com is the way to find you. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Estera. This has been amazing. And I think so, like, it's just medicine for the earth to receive this, this wisdom about, you know, the gender war and creating gender peace, um, education, bringing people into the world that are, I know, alive and independent um, through to the sacred art as well. So, yeah, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, um, it was a delight to talk with you. Mm. <laughs> I felt like a, like a bath in a, in a champagne bubble. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for listening to the Mind, Sex and Spirit podcast. For more resources like this, to work with me one-on-one or to join me for an event, visit caitlincook.com. Sign up to the newsletter for monthly inbox gems about the mind, sex, and spirit. And you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at the Caitlin Cook. I want to say a huge thank you to our sponsor for this podcast, 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you enjoyed this episode, please visit patreon.com forward slash Caitlin Cook to support the next season of the Mind, Sex and Spirit podcast. Your support really helps. So thank you.